Every birthday bubble has a glory. Each abysmal failure makes a point. Every glowing path that goes astray shows you how to find a better way. So every time you stumble, never grumble. Next time you bumble even less. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiation Bible style. Disaster didn't stymie Louis Pasta. No, sir. Edison took years to see the light. Right. Alexander Graham knew failure well. He took a lot of notes to ring that bell. So when it gets distressing, it's a blessing. Onward and upward you must press. Yes, yes, till from the ashes. Up from the ashes. 2018 on the Christian Car Guy Show today. Mission Crackpot. That's right. <laughs> Yes, it's New Year's Eve Eve, and on the Christian Car Guys show today, we're talking about Mission Crackpot. <laughs> if you <laughs> recognize some of that music from the movie Chitty 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 Bang Bang, the mere name Caracaticus Potts. Think about that a minute. Caracaticus Potts from the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, to me, really illustrates Eon Fleming's genius. I mean, what a delight to see a man living in his glory, a reflection of his creative father. And as Gideon was asked to illustrate in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 7, in order to bring light to the darkness, you have to crack a few pots. <laughs> yes, go back and take a look at these jars of clay in the book of Judges, and God used them to bring light into the darkness. You remember the story. The army had torches in jars of clay. Right? There were 300 of them. And when Gideon cracked his pot as sort of a signal to the other 300 Israelites, the ones that had lapped the water, you know. All these people cracked these pots, which you can imagine these torches when all of a sudden they got that oxygen after these pots were cracked. 300 torches getting full oxygen, causing the darkness to flee as all these guys blew their shofars at the same moment. They blew their trumpets. And, and think about it, it's quite a sight. It's like New Year's Eve fireworks right there for Gideon and the Midian. <laughs> Which, by the way, it makes a great Sunday school lesson. And I set off a few fire alarms at our church <laughs> when I illustrated it one time. Just put a torch in a jar and break it and see what happens when that flight, that fire leaps out of there. And you think, Robbie, what does this have to do with New Year's? What does this have to do? Well... The question for me this year is, how do I crack my pot? <laughs> as, pot would, as Paul explained to us, right, in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, we all have treasures in jars of clay, right? And what is that torch? It's Jesus, and we reflect that in some unique way that only I can reflect it the way that God gave me my unique torch. And Jesus told us not to hide it under a bushel. So if you take Caractacus Potts, right? He took his children's dreams 
and he invented he took so much more than what they dreamed and invented this flying motor car now maybe that wasn't real but at least in his story in his imagination he thought all those things so what about your dreams and for 2018 do you have the courage to crack your pot <laughs> you you may be like me in those dreams you know they were hidden in your childhood some way and you've buried them down deep in the clay and you haven't pulled them out and looked at them a long time so i got this tip last week as i was listening to the ransom heart which is john elders ministry out in colorado they have the ransom heart podcast i love to listen to it and they had this tip actually what had happened was john eldridge was in a sort of a dead-end job and he didn't see that it was a dead-end job he didn't see it was making him heart his heart die he didn't see that it wasn't living his dream so to speak but a friend of him he was in politics and his friend of him said if you go into a bookstore do you head over towards the politics section of that bookstore meaning and John said, heck no, I don't go anywhere near the politics. <laughs> he goes, well, then this must not be your dream job. Because if you don't want to read about politics and you're in politics, you know, it's kind of a scary situation. He said, the more I thought about that, the more I realized it's a real indication of where your heart is. What desires God put in them. And I heard this a long time ago. I love it. That if you ask your child what they wanted for Christmas, and they said, oh, Dad, whatever you want to give me, whatever your will is, I'll be happy with. You know, yeah, that would be a real bummer. And so God put those dreams and stuff in your heart, and so it's really fun to ask God things that are in your heart. What's in your heart? What do you really makes your heart come alive? And so think about this with me, with John Eldridge, for a minute. If you were locked in a bookstore for two hours... And that bookstore did not have a Christian section. Because I know, like most of us, we'd go over, find the Bibles, we'd find the, that stuff. But let's just say there was not a Bible section, there wasn't a Christian section. You're locked in this bookstore. And as you're locked in this bookstore, where would you go? Seriously. Where would you go? What kind of things would you pick up to read? And I'm hoping that some of you listening, right, because you listen to the Christian Car Guy show, I'm guessing your heart comes alive through cars. And we have a wonderful guest coming on at the bottom of the hour. He's going to talk about that. And the man sitting next to me, Bob Young, my Christian junkyard guy, you know, he might pick up a book on cars. But my guess is his heart may be found elsewhere. And when I really thought about this in my own life, I went, you know where I would go? <laughs> I really would. I would go to the outdoor life section, whatever that is, fishing and hunting. I love that stuff. That makes my heart come alive. I, I love to fish. I love to hunt. And if somebody's stuck being a bookstore and they said Robbie you're you know here you go you got to sit here for two hours and you can't go over to the Christian section where where's Robbie going I I would go find a fishing magazine or a hunting thing or something like that I really would now you, you go Robbie what does this have to do with cracking pots and chasing the light chasing the darkness out of light well here's the thing when I really started to think about how God used my love for fishing to advance the kingdom all of a sudden lights started to go off then flashing at me like wait wait a minute we do these boot camps with masculine journey radio and i can't tell you the letters and things that we've received back from men over the years that robbie took the time to teach me how to fly fish or robbie just opened his tackle box and offered me anything that i wanted my own granddaughter her eyes light up when she talks about the first rule of fishing 
or my daughter when I took her to fish in Colorado. There's so many places <clears throat> that people saw the love of the Father through my love for fishing, Bob. Isn't that a neat idea on how we can crack pots for 2018? It's pretty amazing stuff, brother. Uh, I, I, I think I would struggle trying to figure out which section I would head into. Probably something to do with a car. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just that's opened a lot of doors for me to talk to people. It put me in the path of uh, so many folks that... Um, and um, what I'm finding now is from my experience with um, addiction and opiates and stuff that so many people have come to me through the years about that. <clears throat> I've had the opportunity to meet folks and talk with folks and, and try, to, try to advise them on, uh, you know, what they might do to help their child that's struggling with a, a problem like this. And, um, but... And it was definitely a cracked pot that uh, that put me in these people's lives. Yeah, isn't that a neat picture? That whole idea. Again, when you think about Cracticus pots, and if you can picture him in the feathers with the thing that's, you know, going to blow him out, you get the picture before he made Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that he was a crackpot. But there's something really cool about a crackpot because it's somebody that's living out their dream, right? They <coughs> they're willing to risk going there and so i thought it would be fun today as you're listening to your christian car guys show hey what would crack your pot i mean what would make your heart come alive what would make the light come out of the darkness in your life for 2018 what might you decide maybe you always wanted to write or maybe you want to pull that guitar out of the closet maybe you do want to go hunting or fishing what what would that be maybe it's building some kind of dream car and i have a a wonderful guest coming up at the bottom of the hour who sent me a letter because he wants to, like, create this reverse trike. And there's a picture. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you can see all those things. But what would make your heart come alive in 2018? Because it's pretty easy to make a resolution to say, well, I'm going to go on a, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stop all this. And, and that's essentially sin management. And, and that doesn't make your heart. I mean, I understand that these are things that we're going to do to make, you know, obviously our relationship with Christ better. But believe me, when you're on the on the road to living a dream and Christ is with you on that adventure and you're coming along with him, taking him, and your heart's coming alive, then all of a sudden that gives you a reason to make those other resolutions. we got to make our lives come alive in 2018. we got so much more coming up. Stay tuned. Put that nostalgic place. Listen. Chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. Oh, you pretty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. We love you. Thank our pretty chitty bang bang. Yes, it's the 2018 Mission Crackpot. Correct, Pots. They're singing with the chitty chitty bang bang. You could see what happened was the man loved to to invent. I mean, that was his thing, and has made his heart come alive. And he was willing to take the risk. To buy that motor car that his kids was a dream and go start working in the garage and the next thing you know, right? That's a reflection of God and what, what happened in so many different ways. How can we crack our pots? How is it that we can walk into that? I would love for your story, your idea on how to crack your pot, 866 348 
three four truth and 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 the big part about it is from my standpoint it's one thing to go fishing by myself it's a completely another thing to go fishing with jesus not just that he tells you what side of the boat to fish on <laughs> <laughs> But Where's I'm, the fish, <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Which side, brother? <laughs> but I mean this, really. And, and, and you've heard me tell the story of when I took my granddaughter fishing and we didn't catch anything and we stopped and we prayed and we brought Jesus into the story and, and that story's there on, um, I've told that before, on the first rule of fishing. But I haven't told you this one, that about a month and a half ago, I was going up to where, Bob, you've got a, you've got a house on Blues Creek Lake. And I had my new step-grandson. My son married a, a lady that had two children, one of those a nine-year-old boy by the name of David. And, of course, this gives Grandpa a chance to go take him fishing, right? There you go. <laughs> so I actually had my father, which is extra fun, right? Jesus in the boat and David. And David had, had never really caught many fish in his life. In fact, I don't know that he ever caught a fish. And on the way, I was like, Bob, I'm, I told him the whole story of the first rule of fishing. I said the critical aspect of fishing is to pray, to bring Jesus along in the adventure. And so we're praying. And I was telling you a minute ago about that little lure I bought in Hawaii that caught all those smallmouth bass. On, guess who was with me when that happened? Those fish were going crazy for David's lure right after we prayed. And you don't think that was an opportunity as we're driving back to his house going, now, David, did you notice something about this fishing ex expedition versus your other ones? That when you bring Jesus along, even if we hadn't caught a fish, it's way more fun. I'm really going to have to try that because <laughs> I fish. Um, I fish. I just kind of sit out there on the pier sometimes and fish. And, and my wife can come down, and in five minutes, she's already landed the great big one. And, <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I've been out here for two hours, and you've been here two minutes, and you've got the big fish. You know, it just, uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. I'm going to have to definitely give that a try. Yeah, prayer in whatever it is that makes your heart come alive, you bring Jesus into the adventure, and then all of a sudden that cracks the pot. The light starts coming out, and you realize how God is chasing the darkness out of that situation. You know, just like Gideon. You know, if you got a shofar with you, it's okay. Go ahead and blow it. <laughs> but uh, another example of that in just everyday life is, is we have the Jesus labor love here, car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And so I have to share this because I've, I've never seen anything quite like it. About three weeks ago, I'm praying like I normally, you know, in my normal prayers as I'm coming into work and I'm, and for some reason, I had this special burden to like, Lord, please bless the Jesus labor love I, I, with some more applicants. I mean, we need some people that, you know, will reach out and have the courage to ask for help because it's really hard to ask for help. And I didn't know what I was praying for. Because <laughs> what happened was I, I apparently somebody in Raleigh put it on Facebook that we are a resource. Okay. And the next thing I know, I am getting two or three applications an hour. I mean, I, I've, and I've only got two volunteers in Raleigh, and so I'm overwhelmed to the point of whatever. But it was really a great thing to have happen because I got to pray with all these ladies and explain, the, you know, the way the program works and all this. And, I'm, and these two guys in Raleigh are busy for a long time based on, you know, all these applications that came in. And then we had several come in in Winston-Salem. And next thing I know, Bob, 
I mean, we were overrun uh, with opportunities. At the, again, if you've never heard of the Jesus Labor Love, it's the, it's the car repair labor. We help find somebody that will volunteer the labor if the applicants will pay for the parts. And that's uh, this single moms, widows, families in crisis. And if you go to G- ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see the Jesus Labor Love menu item and apply for assistance, all that kind of thing. We really obviously could use all the prayer that we could get in order to help these folks. We could use your donation, your support, or some other folks that we need help for. And we actually have three situations that I'm aware of that people are in desperate need of a car. And so maybe you're at the end of the year and you're thinking, what can I do? I've got this old car I've been able to sell. Here's a nice little tax relief, right, Bob? There you go. It works out pretty well. It's been sitting out there. You don't know what to do with it. You can't get much for a trade-in. Hey, donate it to the Jesus Labor Love because even if we can't get it running, we can still crush it, can't we, Bob? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) One man's junk is another man's treasure. There you go. And so it's an amazing thing. Again, I could go about doing the Jesus Labor Love by myself, and it just isn't much fun. I'm on I mean, seriously. When I see Jesus' light begin to come on, and here's a perfect example. Every time I have an applicant and I begin to talk to them about their car, the, the only way I enjoy that conversation is when I ask them, is it okay if I pray with you? Mm. And I mean that sincerely. That That's not something that I, I – it, it's difficult to hear somebody – give you all their issues and all their stuff, you know, and especially when you've just talked to six others and they all have something similar and it all seems overwhelming and it seems like, oh, I don't know how we're going to do this. Another person needs an engine, another piece that I, and my heart's screaming out there and all of a sudden you go, let's ask Jesus into this and then you can sense in the applicant's reaction that God touches their heart and it changes everything. I've never had anybody say, no, don't pray for me. Not never. It's never happened. Not, no, I don't know how many hundreds of applications we've been through. I've never had anybody say no. It's, it's, you're right. It's so amazing. So how could you crack your pot in 2018? When we come back, we're going to have Matt calling in. He's got this reverse tr- trike idea that's going to be fun. And we would love to take your call, 866-348-7884. Every birthday bubble has a glory. Each abysmal failure makes a point. Every glowing path that goes astray shows you how to find a better way. So every time you stumble, never grumble. Next time you bumble even less. For up from the ashes, up from the ashes, grow the roses of success. Disaster didn't stymie Louis Pasteur. No, sir. Edison took years to see the light. Right. Alexander Graham knew failure well. He took a lot of notes to ring that bell. So when he gets distressing, it's a blessing. Onward and upward, 
you must press yes, yes, till from the ashes, up from the ashes. Every time I hear the Ashes song, you know what pops in my mind. <laughs> it It is just such an amazing effect that song has on me because, I mean, it's so, so, so true. I mean, you know, those of you that have been with us for a while know that my place burned down in 2011, January 28, 2011, and it's just really, really, really it was such a beginning of so many things for me in my life and my business and and everything just it up from the ashes right and the point is that if you step out and take the big risk there is a chance you know that it's going to burn to the ground <laughs> <laughs> cuz occasionally oh here it comes it came back we're all right Switching to the mic, mic, mic. Okay. We have a treat for you. We have Matt Guilford. And as I mentioned, I got an email from him. And uh, I'm going to read that so that you can get an idea of, and again, this is 2018 Mission Crackpot. Now, crack did me being here have anything to do <laughs> with you choosing the Crackpot topic? See, I know <laughs> that in the past you may have thought that Crackpot has bad connotations, but biblically, there's nothing better than a crackpot. I'm just telling you, you can find it all through the scriptures that crackpot is a great thing and that um, I'm going to boast in my weaknesses. So here we go. This is Matt's email to me. Mr. Dilmore, I have a bucket list item that I would like to see realized. I'd like to find someone who'd be interested in helping me create a reverse trike. My wife and I are missionaries in Orlando, and I've struggled with thinking that this is just silly, a childish dreams. And perhaps it is. When I was a kid in the 80s, my dad brought me a trike with a snowmobile engine, and it was crazy fun. Now in my mid-50s, I'd like to own a second car, but it's really not in the budget for me and my wife. Anyway, I spend some of my free time surfing the net looking at reverse trike builds. And a few weeks ago, I went to a custom shop and got a reality check on what a custom work actually costs. I thought I'd reach out to you and see if you knew a hobby builder, gearhead, who likes to tinker and build things. A crackpot, Bob. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who might be interested in helping me realize this dream. I have a little inheritance that I could use for the project. I don't know. I just thought I would ask, and there's no harm in asking. Oh, my word. I am so thrilled that Matt asked. Welcome, Matt. You know, I hey. know that God put those dreams in your heart and that he will use it for his glory. I just know he will. Oh, good. I, well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm on the on the crackpot show. <laughs> <laughs> well, think of Caractacus. I mean, Ian Fleming. That was genius to name that character Caractacus Potts. I mean, that, there's no there's no accident in that. But here is a man that's willing to take a risk and try to invent something and create something that God put in his heart. And and in doing so. If you bring Jesus in the adventure, and I, by that I mean, and I'm, I'm, I know your story well enough, and he works, by the way, for Crew, which formerly was Campus Crusade for Christ. And so here's a man, he's walking with God, he's walking with Jesus. You bring Jesus into these adventures, and you will be blown away at how it chases out the darkness in other people's life. There's somebody, there's a fellow crackpot out there, Matt, I know, who is is dying to make a trike, and we wanted to get this out on the air so that anybody listening today 
that would like to do this, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you will see a picture of Matt's concept, trike. If you go to the Caractacus Pots, you can see I got a picture of Caractacus Pots there on the front of it. It says Mission Crackpot 2018. Look down through there. You're going to see Matt's email. And, and Matt, just for a minute, could you share a little bit of what you do with Campus Crusade with Crew? Sure. Um, I'm kind of in a, in a niche ministry um, endeavor with, it, with Crew. I work with uh, creative people uh, around the country and sometimes around the world. And, uh, you know, the church's focus generally in, within the arts, media, entertainment is to create art that shares the gospel. And so we've really felt the, the need uh, to really take the gospel to artists themselves and let the Holy Spirit work out the art problem. Um, and uh, so what we want to do is we want to try to help creatives understand their identity in Christ before they go into the arts to seek their identity there. And so we have um, summer projects for uh, art students in college to be exposed to the realities of what it means to follow uh, follow God into the gifts that he's given them. And then postgraduate, we have artist-in-residence programs, which are uh, one to two year long, uh, depending on what the participant wants to share with us. And um, they, they pursue their, their craft in the context of mission, and um, they try to live missionally in the arts, in New York or Kansas City or Paris. Um, well, here's a, a neat thing that that I, that I would, you know, share with you. Years ago, I was on the G. Gordon Liddy show, and G. Gordon Liddy's Jewish, and so he was really struggling with this name, Christian Car Guy. <laughs> it was very legitimately. It was not in any way, uh, you know, what I would say, condescending. But, but what he actually said was, Robbie, do you mean to tell me that when you're underneath that car and you got a wrench in your hand, that in some way God is involved in that? Can be. And what a wonderful question that was. I mean, I mean think about it. Of course he is. The question is, are you going to acknowledge that he's in there and give him some, some room to work, which is exactly what you do, obviously, with creative people, Matt, and I thought... I know for a fact, I know that God wants to walk with you in this adventure of building this reverse trike. And in doing so, that same creative process, he will chase light out of the darkness in some person or something. I just, it's, it's clearly how it works. That like you've seen with other creative people doing creative things, well, building a trike, doing things like that. There's a guy, I, I heard about him yesterday, that's in Panama City, Florida. Maybe you've heard of him. They call him the Junkyard Santa. Have you heard of him? I have If anybody should have heard of this guy, it should have been you, Bob. But what this guy does, and apparently he had this big thing on Facebook, and I may not have the name exactly right, but what he does, he's like a Frankenstein bicycle man. He takes all these old broken-down bikes and creates the super bike. And then he goes and gives it to the kids in the orphanage there in Panama City. And he's been doing this for like 30 years. He used to be a policeman. But he would sit in his garage and, and you know, take a piece from this bike and a piece from that bike and make it look really cool and create this, you know, Frankenstein bicycle of some kind or other toys like that. 
so Facebook did this big show on the guy how and how the whole city of Panama got together and provided him with a bunch of new bikes so that he could keep on doing what what makes his heart come alive and 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 those kids are all getting touched by somebody's giving as a result of this man tinkering in his garage how cool is that so i when i got your idea matt i couldn't help but just jump on it and i'm so grateful and i pray that somebody listening today has got some crackpot in them and they want to they want to jump in there with you on the adventure and then we can follow up and say hey we'll have pictures of it here on christian car guy this is what matt's trike looked like and this is what god did with this adventure i'm excited to hear about it so you keep up the great work, Matt, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. God bless. He's a motivator. He is. He's a motivator. And that's what he does. He motivates other, and now God's turning it around on him, right? And giving him that, you know, kind of thing. And so God's been doing that in your life lately, Bob, when it comes to, he cracked your pot a little bit on the whole idea of giving, and, and, and some of that had to do with the Jesus labor alone. It really has. Um, there's been so many things that God's laid right in front of me, and, and all i got to do is open my eyes and, and actually look, and it's just crystal clear uh, the path he has for me, and uh, it's just pretty amazing. It, I just love it. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear more about the Jesus labor love and, and, and giving and how you could crack your pot possibly. We would love to hear your story. Give us a call. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no my faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep It's the climb. That's the opening to the It's the Climb song. So I realize is that we are talking about Mission Crackpot 2018 today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So as you face your new year coming up, how is it that you can be like Gideon, right? There's 300 of them. I want you to picture this scene. It's the ultimate New Year's Eve ball-dropping scene, right? you got the Midianites. They're all asleep. They don't know what's going on. Here comes Gideon, 300 men. they got torches inside pots. They're pitchers. And those torches obviously aren't fully illuminated because they're hidden underneath the pot. They also all have 300 shofars or trumpets. And they have 300 swords. Right. When you said chauffeur, I thought you were talking about a driver. <laughs> <laughs> now, when Gideon gives him the signal, which is, in other words, when he breaks his pot, 300 Israelite soldiers at the same moment break their pots. You can imagine the fireworks. As, as the oxygen touched 300 torches, it illuminated this camp. They heard this horrible crash. They heard the sound of 300 chauffeurs. And what happened? Not only did the darkness flee, but the Midianites flew. I mean, they, they I guess they flew, but they fleed, fleed. Whatever happened, they ran like heck. <laughs> <laughs> and so the picture is the kingdom is advancing, and as we crack our pots, right, what is it that would cause your light to come out from underneath the bushel? And I'm guessing that it's down in your heart. 
I'm guessing that it's something that's down in there that God put very intentionally that makes your heart come alive. And when you do that, such a glow, especially if you've asked Jesus into the adventure, that it brings glory to him. It's a reflection of him, and so it brings glory to him. And thus is the case, Bob, with what 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 ha- happens with the Jesus labor love, right? I mean, it's pretty amazing, Robbie, what you've done with that, and what God's done with it through you and and through the people around you, and the amount of people you've been able to help, and the way He lays it on people's hearts to uh, to help you with this, and uh, you know, to help you. Yeah, with because the labor that's there. And, that's where it is. There's a guy in Raleigh, one of my volunteers. Of course, I was overwhelmed by all these applications. I sent him like eight of them all at the same time. And this guy starts sending me these wonderful emails back like, yoo-hoo, I got this one. And he was, you could just see the joy. You could see the l- glory of this man's his, his opportunity to go tinker with these people's car. He loves it. I mean, this, is, this makes his heart come alive. And, and you see, his, cra- his pot is clearly cracked. And, and you know what he told me, Bob? This was really... I, I, you know, I'll never forget it. He said, Robbie, I have one request of all the people that come to get their car fixed by me. I want them to help me. I want them to stay in the, sh- in the shop with me and hand me the wrench and hand me the pliers. And, and so we do this together. Now, how cool is that? Especially if you can imagine that he's praying that Jesus is with them and they're doing that together and god sent me this app i mean god sent me this volunteer i mean god sent me all these people and i just you know and for him you know it it may be that the car is not fixable but it's it's all about the climb right because it's making his heart come alive as he does that and as you're working in your church with the people that are struggling with opi- and things like that, it makes your heart come alive, right? Because you are sharing well, what, where your struggle is. It's not only in the church. I mean, people have called me at work, and, uh, you know, they just know that I know something about it. And uh, when you have a, a, a family member that's struggling in this area, it's just um, it's such a lost feeling. I mean, you're trying to figure out how to fix them, and it's really hard to fix them unless they won't help, you know, and, and that's one of the hardest things. But, you know, there's meetings that people uh, can go to if they have a drug problem, but it's, there's not as much help. There is help, but there's not as much help for the families of these people and who are wanting help. And um, it's just something that's really come to the forefront of my life. And, uh, and, and so I want to I play the other part of that song, The Climb, because it's really genius. Again, like the name Caractacus Potts, that if it's really fun to do these things if it brings your heart alive. And go ahead and play that, Jasper, the rest of that song. to 
you see the picture? Uh, you know, just that climb, but Jesus is with you. I mean, that's the picture is, and I, I know that when we look at New Year's resolution, we have all this sin that we think is getting in between us and Jesus. And here's the thing. A lot of us think that, that our sin is between us and Jesus, but the truth is Jesus is over here with us. And he's looking at that and going, Robbie, that's a lot of sin. <laughs> and we've got to work on this. But here's the thing. He wants us to, to, to be on this side of it in unity. And in unity, finding things that make our heart come alive, that make it you want to get closer to him. You see, as your heart comes alive, you're going to want to manage your diet more. You're going to, you know, watch a, any young lady that falls in love that has been struggling with a weight problem and almost immediately. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that. Or maybe it's the same thing with guys. I don't mean to be gender specific. Uh, you know, when all of a sudden you fall in love, all of a sudden you have new motivation to, to handle your sin. And, and it's the same thing when you fall in love with God. And part of that is going on the adventure with him and making your heart come alive. If that's fishing, hunting, working on cars, I don't know what it is for you, but I do know it's time to crack the pot and jump into the adventure. And yes, I believe in New Year's resolutions. Yes, I believe we should go on diet. Yes, I believe all that stuff. But more than that, as you look into 2018 and you think about what would it be that it's all about the, I, I wouldn't matter if I won, lost, it doesn't matter. I just want to go do that. And I want to go do that with Jesus. What would that be? Go ahead, Bob. There's so many things for me. Uh, I visited a man from church, uh, one of my dear brothers that gave me lesson after lesson on giving. He and I's paths really crossed when they were talking about, first started talking about building the Family Life Center at church. And the things he taught me about sacrificial giving, he was telling me about people years ago that had uh, sold some of their land that had been in the family for years and gave the money to start a church. And... Uh, it touched my heart and it changed me forever but he was in the hospital this week and i got a chance to go see him and and you think you're going to do something for somebody and he couldn't talk well or anything and we just sit there together i just held his hand part of the time and um, it just really 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 touched me and uh and there's the glory it's just glowing the pot's been cracked the lights come out from underneath the bushel how can you do that in 2018? One thing you can do is slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And you guys that listen, well, you mean so much to us. You're the ones that make the show. Thank you so much for a wonderful 2017. Looking forward to 2018. God bless. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, brother.